Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave. Review. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're diving into your questions, your comments, your calls. Hey, let's go ahead and get into this voicemail that was left on Friday that I was not able to get to yesterday. Let's check this out. Our guy, Michael, left us a voicemail on Friday. Hey, Chris. This is 
and Michael. Uh, I usually don't get to call in much due to work, but uh, love listening to the Daily Crow every day. Just wanted to say congrats on the new studio and also getting your SEC Media Day credentials. That's a big achievement you've worked hard for and uh, well-deserved. So go represent Carolina Nation proud and well there. Um, Got to agree with your predictions. Um, not sure game by game. Haven't thought so much out about that, but I do agree seven and five, four and four on the season. And I do agree probably our best case scenario is eight and four, which is crazy to think about. It's only one game away from what we're predicting, but who knows? Uh, hoping for a successful season. Keep grinding, bro. Love listening to you. Have a good weekend. Michael, I do appreciate the voicemail, my friend. Thank you so much. Appreciate the kind words and, uh, Excited for the season as well. All right, let's go back through your questions, guys. Tons of questions rolling in today. Let's see. My guy Lance Player. What's up, Lance? What up, Killer? Lance also says, I hope DJ Braswell is as good as advertised. That will make things a lot easier. He says, uh, he says Dak will carry the load in the creative run game, but I have a feeling about Dontavius Braswell and Mario Anderson. Let's see. He also says Dak and Juju will be creative runners, but the only bell cow type of on the roster is DJ, and he is a freshman. Lance says Dak rolling to at least four yards a carry. My guy Lance is active today. Cocky neck gator. Love to see it. Appreciate you, my man. Got to make my way back to Myrtle Beach for sure. Bruin Nation says, Hardesty should have been fired in February for us having for having us in this spot with no underclassmen running back depth. Daddy O says, whatever happens offensively, it's got to be simple for the kids. Sat got them bogged down in the playbook for the first 10 games. It's got to be simple for sure. It's got to be simple for sure. And I think they will do that. I think they will do that. John Edward, I know I predicted nine and three, but would not be surprised if it's eight and four or seven and five. And I think it's very realistic, John Edward. Those results you just mentioned are very, very realistic for sure. Let's see. Daddy O says, I think Rat will beat the record mostly because he may have to in order to win games. Lynn Turner says, I underestimate to carry on joiner at your own risk. I think running back's his natural position, especially at his current size. Jeff Gulledge, yes, I will share the mini-vlogs on YouTube. I will share the mini-vlogs on YouTube. Tyler Jump says, I don't know why anyone would be concerned at all with this recruiting class. Beamer's going to recruit his guys. He has overperformed with guys that aren't all his. Just wait till he has his guys. Well, Tyler, I mean, you know, people have a right to celebrate just the same way they have a right to be concerned. So, I mean, it's it's... You know, Austin Hicks replies and says people are concerned because we only have 13 commits and only like three guys on the board for us that are all 50-50 shots. I mean, listen, I would say this. Based off the conversation we just had with J.C. Sherbert, I mean, I think there's reason to not panic, maybe not even be concerned, but, you know, be very intrigued and sort of on edge to see what happens with the recruiting class because – I don't know that South Carolina is going to finish with that top five class, that top seven class. 
even that top 10 class that I think most of us were expecting, just based off what J.C. Sherbert had to say. Let's see. Madison says, Dapper Rattler. Yes, he'll be there at SEC Media Days for sure. He'll be there at SEC Media Days for sure. Let's see. Lynn Turner says, Kai Kroger deserved the Ray Guy Award last year. He is a Gamecock weapon. How many passes did your punter complete? Very good point. Very good point. Luke RJ says, where is Coach Ford? I guess he didn't make the transition to YouTube. You know, it's funny. I, I still see him comment. He and Coleman Hall both comment on Facebook, but I have not seen them on YouTube. I don't know. They may tune in but not comment. There's a good chance they do that. They may tune in but not comment. Mm-mm, let's see. Bruin Nation says, they own that BS I see. Who is? Who is? Anyways, guys, phone lines are open. 843-790-3377. And I'll just say this, guys. I'm not going to call any names out by name because they don't deserve the recognition. But i tell you this. And people ask me a lot, people ask me a lot, do you think other fan bases have the drama that Gamecock Twitter has, the Carolina Slapdick community has, that, you know, the Gamecock community has? And I just normally say, oh, yeah, everybody, every fan base has that sort of energy, has that sort of, you know, has that sort of, uh, you know, drama, if you will. But I don't really know that's the case. I, I, I really, really don't. I really don't know that that is the case. Okay. But I tell you this, I'm just going to say this and I'll leave it and we'll get back to the normal conversation. If you are someone that is DMing a person, entity, what have you, that sees the work that we do on a daily, consistent, day-in, day-out basis, and you are someone DMing that person directly that has us on their airways, what have you, and you are citing falsehoods, blatant lies, cancel culture type of tactics to, to make sure that person thinks less of us, to never have them back on the airwaves. Let me list the hundred reasons why I think they're a bad person. Let me Let me continue the witch hunt from Twitter and bring it to your attention. If you are doing that, you are the most low-life, 
scum, piece of shit human being on this planet. And I tell you guys, I love Gamecock Nation. I love the people that have... I I love Gamecock fans in general because even the people who dislike my content... You know, and I'm someone that I act with with love and gratitude and perspective and stoicism. And so I, I I really do not try to lead at any point with any sort of negative emotion, bring it to light at all. But this was brought to my attention within the last hour or so. And I've got someone, Bryce, I, I'll just go ahead and throw it out there. Bryce, by the way, that uh, from over at the Crowded Booth podcast, he works directly with her 24-7 sports, CBS Sports covering LSU. We're going to meet up at uh, SEC Media Days in Nashville. And after our conversation, he is sending me screenshots of DMs from, I'm not going to say names, but I'm sure you can guess who it is, Gamecock Twitter's finest, the Carolina Slapdick community's ringleaders, the leaders of the witch hunt on Twitter. And he is sending me screenshots of these people sending long messages, listing the 100 reasons why the Spurs Up show should not exist, be canceled, everything you can think of. And so... I love Gamecock fans. Whether they like my content, dislike my content, agree with my takes, disagree, what have you. The people who spend day in, day out, doing everything they can, keeping the witch hunt alive, doing everything they can to get the Spurs Up show canceled, get me canceled, demonize me, make me out to be just this horrific human being. You are low-life scum pieces of shit. And I don't have to do anything because when you move that way in life with that energy, karma takes care of it. But you deserve nothing and you, 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 you deserve, you get nothing and you deserve less. You deserve nothing in this life. And I pray to God that those people find whatever happiness it is, find whatever outlet it is to a therapist maybe would help just find whatever relief they need. But if you are doing that, it doesn't have to be me. It can be anybody. But if you are going out of your way to go behind somebody's back to, to, to DM someone who, you know, and and do that, like you are the most low life scum piece of shit. And I have no respect for you at all. And I don't care who you're, you're a Gamecock fan. You're a Clemson fan. It doesn't matter to me that you rock the garnet and black. Like you are a piece of shit. You are nothing short of a piece of shit. So again, naming no names. But if you're doing that, if you do do that, you're a piece of shit, man. You're low-life scum. And what's funny is the entire community sees you that way. Flat out. The entire community sees you that way as a low-life piece of shit. So I'm going to leave it at that. Real recognize real. I've talked to Bryce in the last hour. He's like, dude, these people are crazy. Not making any judgments. You're the man. All good. I know you. I've talked with you. Can't wait to see you at SEC Media Day. So, you know, it's just something you got to deal with when you're in the position that we are in. It's something you got to deal with. But, uh, you know, it it is what it is. So, it's it's ridiculous. It's absurd. And, uh, anyways, we keep the content rolling. Again, I, I don't like to bring it to light. I don't. Maybe I shouldn't. Again, that's why I'm not naming names because the people that do that, they really don't even deserve to be highlighted by yours truly. You know what's one of the funnier things, too? Because, again, it's it's funny. I spend all my time talking ball. But maybe, maybe on a day like today, you know, it's a little bit slower in this third hour unless you guys have questions. One of the funniest 
and it's honestly a compliment. One of the funniest accusations about TSUS is that we buy followers. We buy followers. Like, that is the funniest accusation because there are, and I don't know what, you know, I, I don't want to take full credit, but here's how I see this happening. Here, here's what I see happen in the, in the South Carolina space. Because I, I don't think the Gamecock Twitter space was this absurd. And, and I know for a fact, because I, I lived on Twitter. I lived on Twitter. When I started this thing back in 2017. So I know for a fact that, like, there were spats for sure, but nothing to the level of what we have now. Like, like no, it is it is a, it's pure madhouse. And I mean, I, I just... It doesn't bother me in the slightest because I know it's all bullshit. It's made up fairy tale land. I mean, you got people using Disney characters as their freaking names on Twitter. How seriously can you take the app? But I think what has happened in the last six years is that we started at zero and have grown this entity organically to this point. No vault followers. No nonsense, no anything. Just keeping it real, keeping it a buck, and being consistent, being creative, and here we are. And so in the midst of that six years, <clears throat> what you've had is you have this group of people who have been like inspired by what TSUS has done, by what we've done. Call it for what it is. A lot of these smaller entities, these fan pages exist because they've seen the success of TSUS and they've thought to themselves, well, I can do that too, and I freaking hate that guy. So people will like me more than him. That's that, there's a. I mean, dude, I, I'm not going to go into specifics, but there are podcasts out there that has that have literally been birthed out of. Well, I don't suck as much as that guy. I hate that guy. You should listen to me instead. Well, that's why they don't have success either. That's beside the point. But that's what's happened over the last six years. So. I almost blame myself to a degree. I blame myself for a lot of the slap dickery you see on Twitter. And so that's why I say, I don't think other fan bases have the drama that, that Gamecock Nation does. Not on Twitter. I, I don't think other fan bases have that drama because they don't have a TSUS. Where we've become this polarizing figure where we are liked and approved, which is so funny. The people on Twitter, they act like Twitter's the only thing that exists. It's not even our number one platform in regards to follower count. 28,000 on IG, 41,000 on Facebook, almost 19,000 on TikTok, 50 plus thousand monthly or 40 plus thousand monthly downloads on average in the offseason. We're probably going to hit 100,000 downloads on the podcast monthly this season. So I'd say, I'd venture to say 95 to 97% of the community approves of TSUS, rocks with TSUS. Doesn't mean they always agree, but finds it entertaining enough to subscribe, to follow, et cetera. And then you've got this 3%, 2%, whatever it is. Mark Ryan calls it the bottom 10%. That is scum of the earth. Scum of the earth, dude. I'll actually say it's 1% because even the people that hate TSUS, they, they, don't, they don't move with that energy because you got the Carolina Slapdick community then you got these people. Then you have these people who are scum of the earth, dude. Scum of the earth. Naming no names. Scum of the earth, though. 
And I think it should say a lot about you if you're hearing these words and taking it personally. Or if these words, I'm speaking these words and somebody else is hearing them and they know exactly who I'm talking about. If it's you, well, think about your role in society and like where you are and what you're doing. That's how people think about you. You're a troll, bro. You're nothing more than a troll. You have no value. Your existence has no value. And that's cool. You embrace that. It's fine. But you have no value. None. You're a troll. Nobody rocks with you. Nobody messes with you. If they did, you'd be doing it full time. Your opinion would have weight. TSUS would be canceled off the internet. But none of these claims you make have any validity whatsoever. None. Let me repeat that. None. So I think the drama within Gamecock Nation, I think it's very unique. I I do. Because of what we've built, because of the success, because I refuse to go away, because I'm constantly out there on the internet every single day putting my face out there. The low-life scum who are too scared to even put their real name out there, can't put a real picture out there, they see that as, let's go on the attack. And that's fine. As long as I'm the one being attacked and I'm in this position and you're in that position, bring it on, baby. Never stop. I pray to God they never stop swinging up. I pray to God. I mean, honestly, guys, in a sick, twisted way, when I get on Twitter, and I see the people commenting and trying to cancel us, it's like, that lets me know I'm doing well. It's like, you know what? We're doing well. We're still doing well. We're still pissing off those people. And as long as that's the case, we're doing big things. So, this day has taken an eventful turn today. Um, Didn't expect it, but... But when you're out here, when you're out here DMing my my you know people that I do business with and do shows with and build relationships with and and uh, you know you're going after you know you're you're making complete falsehood bullshit claims. And let me ask you this: If you're one of those people, why do you think anyone would believe you? Why? Check the source, my guy. You know, the people within the Carolina Slapnik community, everybody hates him. Why won't he go away? If there's anybody out there in the Gamecock community whose opinion actually means shit, if anybody who actually had an opinion that meant a single fuck stepped up and said something negatively about me, well, then maybe we'd have a conversation. Maybe then. And it's okay, guys. I embrace all this. It comes with the territory. And like I said, I have no problem. You come at me. Come at me. Bring it on. Do all you can. Continue day after day after day to try to cancel TSUS off the internet, ruin business relationships, try to get my credentials revoked, do whatever you think you can do, whatever makes you feel better. But when you start going at people that I do business with who are innocent bystanders, Like, give me a fucking break, dude. Give me a break. You're a piece of shit, low-life scum, dude. You're a piece of shit, low-life scum who means nothing. You mean nothing. 
They see you that way. I see you that way. And everybody else on Twitter sees you that way too. Everybody else sees you that way. And it's a damn shame because there, there's some, you know what's crazy? There's some talented Gamecock content creators out there, but they choose to be fueled by hate. They choose to be fueled by envy. They choose to be fueled by jealousy. They choose to be fueled by a witch hunt. They choose to be fueled by nonsense. And again, keep it coming at me. You want to say all that shit about me? Keep it coming. All that bullshit, keep it coming. Just keep it coming every day. But don't bring people into it that's not necessary to do so. Don't hit up a guy like Bryce who had me on his show, gave me an opportunity, and and spew your bullshit to him. That's where I draw the line. That's where I have a problem with it. So that's where I have a problem with it, and uh, I'll leave it at that. So, I mean, y'all, y'all you know, I, I, I never, ever, 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 ever give light of day to any of this because, because there's, to give it any sort of credence, credit, attention is more than it deserves, even for a moment. But again, guys, I only bring this up because when you're DMing people I'm, tr- I'm doing business with, when you're DMing people, you know what's funny? These are people, some of them, some of them want to be figures in this space. Well, I cover this for this entity, and I, I want to do this. Well, good luck. Good luck, because no matter what you think about TSUS or me, you think I'm a vouch for you? You think when somebody in the space who has influence asks me what I think about, hey, what about this 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 uh this smaller kind of up and coming young gamecock dude? What you think I'm gonna vouch for you? You think I'm gonna give a good report? You think I'm gonna give good feedback? Hell no. Hell no. Because I'm not fueled by hatred and, and, and negative emotion. I mean, guys, I have the platform. I could go across social media and put all these motherfuckers on blast, every single one of them, and make sure nobody ever fucks with them again. Like, I have the platform. That ain't a problem. So, and what's funny is most people, a lot of these people, I'm going to close out with this because I could just keep going. Bro, I'm happy to not be cool in the community. I'm happy the community hates me because I'd rather be taken serious on a national level and taken serious with people who actually matter than be cool in the slapdick community. That's the problem with some of these Gamecock content creators out there. They'd rather be cool with the with the Gamecock Twitter community. Like, who gives a damn, bro? Who gives a damn? A lot of y'all weird as hell anyways. Who gives a damn? I didn't get into this be cool with the Gamecock Twitter community. Let me be buddy-buddy with all these slapdicks. I can be a fan of the Gamecocks without that ass-kissing bullshit. And I can cover the Gamecocks and do it at a high level and go even above and beyond the Gamecocks on a national level. Why? Like, I'd rather be respected in the national community than be cool in the Gamecock community. Which I say Gamecock community with quotations because y'all know it's bullshit. The Carolina slapdick community. It's absurd, bro. Like, I've been quiet about it. I stay quiet about it, and I'll continue to do so because this rant swinging down, the only person who wins in that scenario is the person down here. But I just wanted to make the point, man, because, again, you're coming at me, you're DMing me. I don't give a damn about any of it. It comes with Twitter. Twitter's pure slap dickery and nonsense. 
It's why I unblocked everybody in the first place because I embrace it that it's nonsense. It's not real life. But you're out here DMing people that I do business with and go on their shows and shit and spewing your nonsense, spewing your witch hunt, spewing your bullshit. I pray for you, bro. I I wish you nothing but the best because you're in a sad, 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 sad state of affairs. You're a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit human. And the next time you go into Twitter spaces talking about you beat my ass if you saw me at a game again, why don't you just do it? Let's see what happens. Let's jump to your questions. Dave says, how about a Steve Fink interview at Media Days? You know, Dave, I've been asked about that. Will I be chatting with Steve Fink and all the all the Carolina boys and all that? And like, you know, man, if it happens, it happens. It's not really my goal because, as I've told you, I don't really give a damn if Steve Fink likes me or not, respects me. I don't give a shit. Whatever is what it is. Um, but if it does happen, because I, I have no disdain for Steve Fink either. I, I I think he does a fine job being the SID for them and. You know, if we cross paths and we're able to have a man-to-man conversation, I, I would welcome it. Be more than happy to do it. So, why not? <clears throat> why not? Chase said, join the Big Cock Club to get heat like this daily. Yeah. Uh, Bruba Nation says, it's catching on. Even people don't care if you know that group is nothing and isn't going anywhere. They literally laugh at these dudes. Yeah. Now, Bruba Nation, I've seen it as well. Heck, I've seen it from... Other podcasts, JC had to deal with it the week that I was off. Yeah, so. Yep, yep, yep. I, I, I know for a fact that people who are, yeah, I just know for a fact people, people laugh at those guys. They, they do. They laugh at those guys. They laugh at those guys. So, it's all good, man. It's all good. Anyways. <clears throat> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Madison says, does JC give season predictions? I don't know that he does. I'll be honest. I have no idea. I have to ask JC. I'm not exactly sure. 
Anyways, guys, our offense preview is officially in the books. I appreciate each and every single one of you tuning in, taking the time to do so. Again, my apologies for the rant in the last segment. Just, uh, yeah, there's some things I just don't don't sit well with me and I don't tolerate, and and that's one of them. I, I Dude, I'd I, I be honest with you. I'd react the same way if, uh, you know, and, and that's the funny thing. That's the funny thing. I, I'd react the same way if somebody tried to come at my, my family, my, my friends, my significant other. And, you know, that's that's the funny thing. People want to <clears throat> people people want to make out this again, these these falsehood bullshit rumors that, you know, just keep up the witch hunt that T I mean, people saying TSUS is is banned from the university grounds and banned from stadiums and this, that. No, you know what it really comes down to? It comes down to the fact that this is I now have a significant other. And so I don't give a damn if you want to come at me. Do everything to tear me down. Say whatever you want to say. I don't give a damn. But I will not subject the people in my life that I love, my family, my friends, my significant other. I won't subject them to that shit. I I, I won't do it. I, I won't do it. Like, I could have went to a baseball game this year. I, I genuinely did not want to do it because obviously I would want to bring her with me. And she wants to go. And I'm not going to bring her and subject her to that potential madness where people could take pictures of us, take pictures of her, talk about her. I'm not doing that, bro. Like, I'm not doing that. So, the content purposes and the content reasons, those are number one. But at the same time, like, I'm not subjecting the people that I love dearly to that bullshit, that nonsense. Shit, they didn't ask for it. You see what I'm saying? So it's all cool, man. Hey, listen. I'm at a point in business. TSUS has gotten so big, so influential, so well-known. I can't step out in public without being spotted. I can't step out in public without, you know, people knowing who we are. That's cool. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. And you know what? Now, I'm in the era of my business. In the beginning, I was in the era of let me go to every game, let me meet every fan. And I still love meeting fans. I do. But I was in that era of let me put myself out there as much as possible. And I am grateful to say, I'm blessed to say, I'm fortunate to say, I'm now in an era where my privacy is my priority. Making content is my priority. But my privacy is my priority. And so I guess if that small faction of Gamecock Nation is proud of that, that, you know, we we made things so toxic that the top Gamecock entity does not even want to go to games, then congratulations. Then, then congratulations. I, I guess that's something to be proud of. I will never allow the small portion, the Carolina Slapnik community, the, the scum of the earth, 1%, I will never allow them to ruin my perception of Gamecock Nation as a whole, you know, at some point when I'm, when I am talking nationally and and not just a Gamecock guy anymore, whenever that happens, if that happens, I will never look on Gamecock Nation negatively. But Mark Ryan calls it the bottom 10%. I'll call it the bottom 1% or 2%. I, I'd, I'd be really surprised if there's a worse scum of the earth portion of another fan. I, I, I'd be stunned. I really would. I'd be stunned. So, 
98% of Gamecock fans are cool, they're normal people, they're chill, whatever. Even the ones that don't like me. <clears throat> Even the ones that don't like me, that talk shit on social media, like, they think I'm dumb, they think I'm stupid, my takes enough. Like, that's fine. You know, I'm, I'm not for everybody. I'm not trying to be for everybody. But the 1% or 2% that you know that I'm talking about wouldn't piss on if they're on fire, bro. Literally. Literally walking pieces of shit. So, uh, anyways. Let's see. Cody says, there's enough room in this market for anyone and everyone without having to put other people down. I play in a band all around Columbia and do nothing but try to boost up with the musicians. Shame thing. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, man. It's Everybody can win. That's my mentality. Everybody can win. All, all these other podcasts out there, whether it be Gamecock or not, can win. And the only people who don't move with that energy are the people who know they're not good enough to win on their own merit. That's it. The people who are operating other podcasts that are simply saying, listen to us because we suck less than that guy. Listen to us because of this witch hunt list we've put together. Listen to us because personal reasons or, or, you know, trying to get the other person canceled. They just know they can't win on their own merit. So they have to do something to give a leg up. They got to do something because they just can't get there themselves organically. They, they just can't do it. They know they can't do it. They know they're not good enough. And if TSUS were to disappear tomorrow, if TSUS were to disappear tomorrow, they still wouldn't win because they're not good enough. You're just not good enough. They wouldn't take on this role. They wouldn't do that. They just wouldn't exist as we do. They, they, they wouldn't fill that need. They wouldn't fill that void. Britton Bellamy says, will you ever go to a game again? Yeah, absolutely. 110% I will. Yeah, Britton, I absolutely will go to a game again. Yes, yes. Now, I don't know when that'll be. I have no idea. But, yeah, I'll go to a game. To, to say never, Britton, is, is, is pretty drastic. It's pretty drastic. But, yes, we'll go back to a game because, I mean, dude, there are just, there's some wild rumors out there, some wild conspiracy theories. There's some wild witch hunt type of things going down. But the band from Willie B, from Founders Park, from the university grounds, I mean, people just make shit up out of thin air on Twitter. It's crazy. People make shit up out of thin air. And just run with it. Just run with it. They just run with it. It's wild to me. So. Madison said, I've had the pleasure of meeting you, Chris. Those who haven't, you're missing out on a cool dude. I appreciate the brutal honesty. Love what he's doing and will continue to follow. Keep going strong. Appreciate you, Madison. Thank you. Lynn Turner, I'm here almost every day. And we'll def we definitely have disagreements. Yeah, we do. But the beauty's in the banter. It's fun. It's sports. <clears throat> it's fun. It's sports. Ryan, I'm glad to stay off Twitter for this reason because I have no clue who's talking trash. Yeah, it's a bunch of made-up characters. That's all. It's 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 people's it, it's people's alter egos because nobody would operate that way in real life. For example, the interview with Bryce. Nobody would go up to Bryce in real life and say the things that they have DM'd him. Nobody would. None of them would. And if they did, they'd be looked at like, are you crazy? Are you insane? Twitter's a made-up place, bro. It's, it's a great tool for content. But, bro, I take nothing I see on the Bird app seriously. Like, nothing. Nothing. I use it as a tool 
to grow my business other than that. And it's like I said, guys, it's so funny because it's weird. Like it only happens on Twitter because it's like, dude, I could delete my Twitter tomorrow. My business would be unaffected. Do you understand that like my business partners who are paying me monthly to advertise, they're not a business partner because we have a big Twitter following. We also have Instagram. We also have Facebook. We also have TikTok. We also have YouTube. And we have the podcast. Like, good luck. Good luck. Genuinely good luck. Genuinely good luck. And Timmy mentioned some screenshots on Twitter. Timmy, there's screenshots all over Twitter. You know how easy it is to doctor a photo these days? Change up what somebody said. Change up what a tweet said. Change up what a DM said. You tell me. And again, this is why, though, I address none of it, because it's all silliness, slapdickery, foolishness, cancel culture, witch hunt, bullshit, scum of the earth driving it. I will let my reputation, those I've worked with, those I do business with, those I continue to work with, I will let those who know me, I will let all of that speak for itself. I'll let my body of work speak for itself. I'll let the people who know me, who have interacted with me, I'll let that speak for itself. And I know who I am as a person. So there's really no need for me to go out and about and address nonsense because it is nonsense. It's bullshit. It's complete nonsense. And if even 50% of the things were true that are on social media, I'd be in jail right now. I mean, literally, truly, it's to that point. So TSUS, would, I would be canceled. I would not be on the internet. Flat out. So you tell me. You tell me. Have I found a loophole to get through it, or is it all bullshit nonsense? Consider the source. Consider the sources. So... It's the summertime, man. Slap dickery is afoot. Slap dickery is abound. It's it's just this is what happens, man. Gamecock fans. Gamecock fans become so there's that pent up energy because we have no games, we have nothing going on. There's nothing to talk about. None of that. And they got to release the energy somehow. They got to let all that energy somehow. Anyways, let's jump to the phone lines here. Justin. Justin, what's up, man? How are you? How you doing, Chris? I'm doing fantastic, man. I appreciate you asking. What's going on? Hey, Chris, guess who got fired yesterday? Um, You heard about Piss Fat Joe? I did, man. I did. Crazy. Yeah, Pat Fitzgerald is officially gone. So that's – that is quite the swing from last week. When Northwestern gave him what, or was it two weeks? They gave him a two-week suspension. So, oh yeah, yeah quite the uh, quite the term, man. It's it's crazy, crazy. Yeah, because yeah, that 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 was that was kind of shocking because Chris he he knew what was going on, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I listen. I, I'm not going to speak to anything on. I have not read up enough on the situation. I heard the the hazing stuff, whatever. Some of the disturbing things, if you will. Um. I don't know. Did he know? I have no idea. He says he didn't. He's also getting legal counsel to go up against Northwestern. So obviously he feels pretty, pretty confident about his uh, about his his stance on things. So I, we'll see. We'll see. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, Chris. And think about think about Pat Smith. Chris, back in 2020, Doc was looking at Pat Smith. Yeah, back in 2020, and, and Chris, I glad we did not hire him because. Hey, Chris, I don't want this guy on my program because, yes, I want to win an SEC championship, but that's not the way to do it, right, Chris? No. I mean, you want to do it clean. Uh, I mean, there, there's every coach is going to do what they can to, to stretch the – to stretch and, and bend the rules a little bit. You know, everybody's going to do that. But, I mean, obviously you want to do it as clean as possible and not have anything that can put your program in a negative light or put what you're doing in jeopardy. So, I, I think Shane Beamer's definitely doing that. Yeah, I, Chris, I like Shane Beamer better because – that way you can see what's going on, you know? Yeah, dude, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I uh, I think Shane Beamer's in full control, man. And, and I think we're in a, we're good hands. We're in good hands with Beamer. Yeah, because, Chris, if we didn't get Shane Beamer back then, who knows who, who, who got back then, you know? I don't know, man. Who knows? Who knows yeah, who we got? Yeah, like open minds. Yeah. Because the thing about open minds, if you can't stock up three years ago, Hey, Open Miles can win, right, Chris? If who would have came three years ago? Open Miles. Urban Meyer. Oh. I mean, man, who knows where we're at, dude? Urban Meyer is one of the best. But he didn't want to be a head coach, man. So, um, Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Chris, and think about him. Yeah, I can win a championship at soccer. And he's to say, oh, I might do something crazy at the end, right, Chris? Yeah, dude, for sure. For sure. Yep. Wait, Chris. Uh, uh, what am I saying? Oh, yeah. Hey, Chris, are uh, you talking about SEC Media Day? Did I see your SEC Media Days? Uh, I mean, are you or, oh, excited? Oh, yes, yes, Justin. Yeah, I'm. I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm very pumped to go, man. It's 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 going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, you know, excited to see not just Shane Beamer and and uh, you know the, the rest of the players, but everybody in the SEC. Oh, that's awesome, Chris. Hey, Chris. Uh, hey, Chris. Are you gonna talk to all the coaches? I'm gonna do my very best. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm the rookie. I'm the new guy, so we don't have a table at Radio Row because I got, I got approved late for the event. But we'll be walking around making content. I mean, I'm gonna do all I can to get some questions in there to all the coaches and and hopefully hop on some shows and hang out with the guys and and yeah, it's gonna be a good time. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, Chris. It's not easy talking coaches because I know how they are. You know, Chris. Yeah, I mean it's it's dude, they're just human beings just like us, man. So I I have no no problems uh, asking questions and and doing the damn thing. So Oh yeah. Hey Chris, we thought about uh hey Chris, we thought about giving a picture. You think it's gonna be back next season that's the end of things around? Uh, you know, I, I think that Jimbo Fisher will be back next season because I think their buyout is so the buyout's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. So, yeah, I think he's back. I mean, unless they just go in the tank. Unless they go in the tank, he's back. Yeah, because, Chris, the thing about Drew Fisher, yes, he won that championship at Florida State, but at Test A.M., let me say, what's your championship, huh, Chris? Where is it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, they're, they're, they hired him to win a national title, not just an SEC title, or excuse me, not, not just a, yeah, SEC title, but a national title. So we will, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see, but I, I, you know, I, I think they will turn it around. I think they got too much talent not to do so. But, uh, you know, certainly it's, it's a huge, huge year, huge year for, uh, for Texas AM. 
Yep, and, and Chris, we got another coach on the high seat too. What about Eli Drickwit? You know, I think as long as he's floating around the six and six, seven and five, they just gave him a new extension. I, I, you know, I think of all the coaches in the SEC, I think Drink is most on the hot seat. We'll put it that way. I think Drink is most on the hot seat. Oh yeah, and Chris, it's about him. He he hasn't he wants his games, but he hasn't got that that same win mark, has he, Chris? Yeah, I mean he he has not delivered the way they hoped he would. Yep, and, and Chris, like if Missouri has no no musical season like this, hey, you know what? If he goes out three and nine, how do you think he's gonna do with this, Chris? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean we'll see. It's gonna be an interesting year, like I said, for those guys. Very interesting year. Yeah. Well, Chris, oh, yeah. Well, Chris, that's all I said, man. Take care, man. Hey, I appreciate you, Justin. Take care. Thanks for the call. Uh, go again, Cup. Yeah, man. Great stuff. 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377 here on this Tuesday. Let's jump back to the phone lines here. Call from Peyton. Peyton, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Good about yourself, buddy. I am doing fantastic, man. I appreciate you asking what's going on. So, this is just to talk about um, an Instagram post of yours the other day. Um, You asked the Carolina fans what will be the best and the worst case scenarios for us next season, right? Um, mm-hmm. I'm just curious, what would your best case scenario for us realistically? I mean, I, the obvious answer is 15 and 0, but I, I, I really doubt that'll happen. Mm-hmm. But what's what's your best case scenario for next season? Yes, and I, I'm I'm glad you uh you make that stipulation as well because realistic best case and worst case, right? Realistic best case and worst case, um, because you could say best case is 15 and 0, and and that's just absurd, um. And oh, yeah. or or worst case is zero and zero and twelve, and that's also absurd. My realistic best case is eight and four. Um, nine and three to me feels too aggressive. I know a lot of people are going to pick nine and three. I, I I just with the schedule, nine and three feels too aggressive because the way I look at it, you would have to go. I think the way that I broke it down was I had you at four wins, two losses, and my wins losses toss up. So out of that, you have six more. Toss-ups, you'd have to go four and two in those toss-ups to go eight and four. I think five and one is way too aggressive in those toss-up games. So I, I think eight and four is the best case with the roster you have, first-year OC, the schedule. And, uh, you know, that's what I'm sticking with, eight and four. With, with with five and seven being the worst case. Again, injuries hit. I mean, I think that's the absolute worst case. Yeah, I mean – South Carolina definitely is going to have to have some luck about them to, to win uh, a strong percentage of those swing games that you've, that you've uh, labeled. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think, you know, you, you say over and over again, you know, Tennessee at Neyland Stadium this year, is, it's, it's, going to be, it's going to be probably the most physical game all year for us because, like you said, the, Tennessee's out for blood. Mm-hmm. And, I, hell, I don't blame them. I don't blame him at all. So, I mean, I'm excited to see that game just because, you know, we proved that we could compete with them and, and kind of shock them a little bit last season. Now, the question is if, if we could carry that momentum forward 
into into Neyland Stadium with us with that in mind that, hey, we beat these guys last year. There's no reason why we can't do it again. If we walk in there with that mentality, I think it'll be a, a much better game than a lot of people are anticipating. But the the swing games, uh, like you said, are they're they're going to be a pretty pivotal part of the season. If we could if we could be come out extremely aggressive and and jump on some of these teams early, and and sort of seize control early on in the game, I think I think things might go our way for mm-hmm. a, a better percentage of those swing games, like against Florida. I mean, me. Personally, I, I want to get after Florida's ass so bad I can't stand it because, <laughs> you know, we beat, them, we, we beat them only two years ago and we just get embarrassed last year. And it, it had that feeling of, oh, shit, here we go again. It's going to – this is just derailed the whole thing. And then, you know, Beamer turned the guys around. And I think if we go in invigorated and was as prepared as Beamer can get us, I think um, – my best case scenario was, like you said, probably be either eight and four, or I don't put nine and three out of the realm of the, out of the realm of possibility, um, simply because under Shane Beamer, South Carolina's kind of been unpredictable in in big games. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just think I, I think optimistically, I, for my best case scenario, I, I would say nine and three. Now, I put on Instagram ten and two. I realize that that's kind of a that's a big stretch to make, but realistically, I'd like to correct that and say nine and three is probably my best case scenario. So if we can if we can win a good percentage of those swing games and get Mississippi State and get this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Kentucky and get a Florida, I think that that puts us in a better position to say beat teams like Mm -hmm. Missouri and put a better fight up against uh, Tennessee and if we beat Tennessee, you know, later on in the season, we might be able to carry that into building two and zero against those awful, awful Tigers from the Upstate. So that, <laughs> I mean, nine and three, hmm. nine and three would be awesome. So, hey, nine and three would yeah. be an incredible year in year three of Shane Beamer. I, I'd call that a massive success. I think eight and four would be a success, and I think. Getting to eight and four, you could say there's a lot of importance to it because it's about reestablishing the floor of South Carolina football as, okay, this is our new minimum expectation. And I think when you're doing that, that is a positive for your program. So uh, I appreciate the call, my man. Always a pleasure. And, hey, here's fingers crossed that 10-2 and happens this year. Why not? That's right, man. Hey, good to talk to you, Chris. I appreciate it, man. Go Spurs up, show. Luke RJ says 9-3 and with a bowl win would be great. 10-3. and That'd be a great season for sure. Let's jump back to the bowl lines here. Call from Tiger Sports Shop. To accept, press 1. Okay, so we got people trolling, getting other businesses to call the hotline. Here we go. Let's jump to the phone lines. Call from Robbie Davis. Robbie Davis, what's going on, my friend? How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic, Robbie. What's going on? 
I'm doing pretty good. Anyways, first things first, why are people so daggum rude these days, bro? Like, it's insane how rude people are these days. Well, Robbie, I could go into a long, in-depth answer, but the real reason is this, is that because social media has given people an outlet to be an anonymous alter ego type of source to where you can say things and act in ways in which you would never do so in real life. That is why. Which, if you act that way in real life, Lord help. If you acted that way in real life, Robbie, you'd get punched in the fucking face. You'd get get punched in the fucking face. Straight up. (laughs) That's a fact. Now, I just also wanted to let you know that exactly one month from this Saturday, I will have my full-blown game-by-game prediction ready for you. One month from Saturday. The countdown is officially on. Can't wait. And also, people that are doing these whole, like, 10 and 2 predictions and stuff, Come on now. You really think we're going to go 10 and 9 and 3 or 10 and 2? No. 7 and 5 or 8 and 4 is more realistic. Okay. Well, you know, and I'll say this, Robbie. I mean, that's per me. I could be dead wrong. This team could go. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I just, I give my predictions the best I possibly can based off all the information I've gathered, based off of. You know, right. breaking down, dissecting, previewing, what have you. But, I mean, South Carolina's capable. Who knows? I mean, it, this is college football. The unthinkable can happen. Carolina could have, like, a magic 10-win right. season. You never know. So, I mean, like, I know this is like, forever ago. But I'll never forget. I was uh, watching a South – I was watching a South Carolina game in 2007. And next thing you know, they show up on the, they put up on the screen that App State went into the big house and beat Michigan. And just like everybody else in the country, I was like, well, this is going to be a bloodbath. But lo and, but somehow, Appalachian State went into the went into the big house and mm-hmm. walked out of, walked out of Michigan with a dub. So yeah, anything is freaking possible at this point. And we lost to the Citadel. Back in like 20, I think it was what, 2015? 2015, that's it. So, yeah. There's no telling what can happen this coming football season or any football season for that matter. It doesn't matter if it's college, high school, or pro. You just don't know what's going to happen. You can assume all you want, but whenever you assume stuff, you look like the first three letters of assume. Indeed, so, you make an ass out of you and me. That's a fact. All we, all you, all we can do this coming, all all we can do starting in September is, and all the way to college football season for for, for Gamecock fans or any fans mm-hmm. is just show up, support the team, help try to help them out as best we can because at the end of the day they still have to prepare for the game and play the game. All we can do is just show up and try to help them whenever they have home games or if you're traveling for away games, help them the best you can. By cheering them on and having their back. That's all you can do. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, that's all I got. I know the show's probably over by now. It's probably three o'clock now already. But, anyways, I'm going to go ahead and get over here. I think I hear my nephew screaming. He's uh, asking for me. And by the way, that was my nephew on the phone yesterday. That was okay. not my cousin. That, that was, was not nephew. a. That was not a little Robbie. Okay. No, if there's if there's a little Robbie running around, we got some problems. <laughs> mm. 
But, uh, Robbie, it's always a pleasure to hear from you, my guy. I, I do appreciate you calling in, and uh, yeah, look forward to hearing from you yet again. Oh, for sure. No problem. No problem. All right, buddy. Have a good one. Yeah, man. You too. Appreciate you, Robbie. Great stuff from Robbie Davis. Robbie does take us to nearly the end of the show today. Again, appreciate each and every single one of y'all tuning in, man. Electric stuff. And uh, I don't know, man. The third hour, very unexpected. Not how I planned it at all to go, but you guys, again, roll with the punches. And sometimes there's things that need to be said that are necessary. And, I mean, there's things that uh, have not been said like that that probably should have been said at some point, but I just refuse to bring light to, or do my very best at least, not to bring light to nonsense, negativity, slap dickery, cancel culture, witch hunt, bullshit. So, uh, anyways, guys, we'll be keeping a close eye on the MLB draft as it picks back up today. Would expect a guy like James Hicks to go. Would expect Kate Austin to go. Uh, I do think there's a couple of Gamecocks that'll be get selected. Austin Gregory asks, on a scale of 1 to 10, how likely is it Limbo takes a head coaching job at the end of the season? It's really tough to say, Austin. I mean, is he, is he worthy of it? Could he have one if he wanted it? Sure. But, I mean, how badly does he want it? Is it better than his current situation? You know, I, I think that's something you got to factor in. So it, it's tough to say, right? Like, I don't know Pete Limbo. I don't know what he values. I don't know what he wants to do with his career. Who knows? But he's certainly a guy, if he wants one, th- there, there are openings. There are openings. So, anyways, guys, hey, I appreciate you all tuning in. Like I said, be sure to click the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Hit the bell icon so you get notifications when we go live and we drop video content as well. Also, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. You can check us out there dropping daily, 5 p.m. Eastern. Guys, and let me just say this. If someone's talking down and negatively on you, the best revenge that you can get is to live your best life, be a happy person, because at the end of the day, we all got to lay our head on our pillows at night. Whether you're a happy person, you're a miserable person, whatever situation you're in. So go out there and be a happy person today. Guys, I appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. happening daily we're being conned by the institutions we used to trust the mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing american families time is short before something big happens and that's why so many folks are preparing they're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from my patriot supply go to mypatriotsupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family 
Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.